Riverway Stories, essays about our waterways and our connection to them. This is J.K. Broders on behalf of River Action. Can you imagine a world without bald eagles? Magnificent, majestic creatures soaring over the Mississippi River, scanning the waters for prey. Then that shrill scream rends the air as they dive toward the icy water, talons outstretched, now clutching a wriggling fish as those powerful wings pump, rising into the air. An awesome, fearful sight. And to think that we nearly lost this incredible symbol. In the early 70s, I remember my weekly reader telling me our national symbol was endangered because of chemicals used to rid farms of bugs. A hue and cry from environmentalists and we the people got DDT banned. The chemical itself didn't kill the birds. It was the effect it had on the critters down the food chain. By the time an eagle ate a fish, that fish had such concentrated levels of DDT that when eagles laid eggs, the shells thinned and cracked, killing the babies inside. Now, in winter, I drive over the Mississippi and see dozens of eagles in the trees where they all sit near open water, waiting for their next meal. With populations substantially recovered, eagle watching has become a winter draw in the Quad Cities. Endangered species success story, right? Well, maybe. While banning DDT eliminated one threat to bald eagles, others still exist. According to Kelly McKay, a wildlife biologist from Hampton, the number of eagles wintering on the river has dropped over the past decade. So, where are they? McKay says this may be due to milder winters up north, but also eagles are wintering farther inland to find more food. Though eagles mostly eat fish, they also eat carrion, such as dead livestock or winter-killed animals. So there are still food sources out there. Problem solved, right? Not quite, because eagles are mostly fish eaters. And McKay has noted the number of one specific fish are dropping alarmingly, the gizzard shad. This small silvery fish often suffers from winter kill in vast numbers due to the river icing. In some lock chambers, McKay would see up to 10,000 dead shad. While this may sound bad, eagles would happily feast on these dead fish. But in the past two decades, where McKay previously saw huge numbers of dead shad, he's now seeing almost none. In some places, numbers have gone from 10,000 to less than a dozen. So what happened to the shad? McKay's biggest suspect? Zebra mussels, which clean the water by eating enormous amounts of plankton, the shad's food source. Once these invasives move in, it's extremely difficult to get rid of them. But it's hard to know for sure without research. And McKay says this research would have to happen the same way we learned about the eagles, through citizen scientists. So he is training them through resource enhancement and protection workshops. He feels with more people to observe and record environmental data, we might learn what's happening to the gizzard shad. And if we can find out, maybe we can figure out how to turn this around. So the next time you take out a dollar bill, look closely at the eagle on the back and consider where our country would be without that majestic symbol. Now, think about how you, as a citizen, could play a role in helping to work towards securing the future for the bald eagle, who is really more than just a symbol. Riverway Stories is a collaboration between River Action and WVIK, sponsored by the Singh Family Charitable Giving Fund, promoting a diverse natural ecology through education and conservation.